The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter better. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com and the promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bears, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com and the promo code SGP. You are listening to the Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. You can check me out on my website, lockbetting.com, where me and my clients are heading towards our 94th month of transparent tracked profit. When I say transparent tracked profit, that means you can go to the top of the at SGP Soccer Twitter, look at the pin tweet, and you can see the P&L for the previous month every single month. And if you go to lockbetting.com, you can see spreadsheets for every single month. I'm not one of these Twitter clowns. I'm not a fraud. I'm not full of shit. Everything I do is tracked and transparent. I know how to manage a bankroll and I make people money and I've done it for 93 months in a row. Just listening to the podcast, you guys know what we've been doing in soccer. Now, I can talk to you about the NBA and the tennis and, and how much money we've been making, particularly in those two sports. But the soccer, that speaks for itself. The podcast leans alone in the Bundesliga the last three weeks have been 7-2, and 6-2, and 6-1 and one this weekend. Only one play wrong on a Sunday. Started with a 5-0 and sweep on Saturday. The last four EPL shows have gone 8-2, and 5-2, and 8-2, and 7-3. and So this is the kind of form we are in with our podcast leans. The European show as well, sandwiched in between that, went 5-0 and and 3-2. and So this is what we're doing at the moment. And we look to continue that momentum going 
There is no better time to sign up to LockBetting.com. Still plenty of action coming up this month. We have our WWE stuff coming up as well because this is WrestleMania season and WrestleMania comes along to us in April, April 10th and April the 11th. So we have some wrestling stuff there. Um, Lots of boxing coming up, lots of tennis coming up. We are well into the peak of the tennis season. NBA every night, still hitting around 71% in the NHL. So yeah, there is no better time to sign up. You will make money. There is a profit guarantee and we've delivered that profit for 93 consecutive months in a row and every single cent is transparent and tracked. As I said, go to the pinned tweet at SGP Soccer. Moving on here with the Champions League and these um, second leg games for the last 16. Two of these ties look totally done and dusted and we're looking at the two favourites to win this competition already being through. Manchester City, the tournament favourites at 9-4, to look like they have their tie won. They're 2-0 up against Borussia Mönchengladbach with the home leg coming up, even though it's played in a neutral territory. And Borussia Mönchengladbach are bang out of form. And Bayern Munich hold a 4-1 lead over Lazio. They are the 3-1 second favourites here in the outright market. Let's go through the rest of the outright market. PSG off the back of eliminating Barcelona, available at 5-1. Liverpool's price has shortened significantly off the back of beating RB Leipzig by four goals to nil. They are now available at the six to one. Chelsea, my dark horse pick, are available at twelve to one now. They look like they have the edge over Atletico Madrid. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Real Madrid, they are ahead in their tie against Atalanta. They're at fourteen to one. Dortmund already through. They're sixteen to one. Atletico Madrid now all the way out to thirty-three to one. They have to overcome a one-nil home defeat and get to get through here against Chelsea. Porto thirty-three to one. They upset Juve. Atalanta trail Real Madrid one-nil from the first leg, sixty-six to one. Gladbach they are out seven hundred and fifty to one, and Lazio are one thousand to one. They are done here as well. So we'll begin by looking at the Manchester City game here against Borussia Mönchengladbach first. We'll get it out of the way. Obviously, Man City are my pick here to win the competition this year. I think with their defensive problems seemingly resolved, I think attack takes care of itself. And therefore, I think that puts them in the best position. Plus, their domestic title is wrapped up, whereas the likes of Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, they're all still competing for titles. Even PSG, they're still competing competing for the French League. They actually had a home defeat against Nantes at the weekend. Very, very poor defeat for PSG. So their business still isn't done either. Manchester City, surprisingly, are totally clear. Even though we've had a record number of teams that have led the EPL this season, which you would have led you to believe that it could have been a tight title race. We've had the likes of uh, Man United, Southampton, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. All these teams have been top this season, but it's still a landslide. It's a landslide title race with Manchester City well clear at the top. So as I said, that puts them in a good position here to win the Champions League. I think they'll finish this job against Gladbach easily. They're the one to four favourites to win this game on the money line market. Five to one on the draw and ten to one on Gladbach. I think Manchester City will win this game by more than a goal. I don't think they're going to mess around and put their reserves in. And then when you look at the form of Gladbach, 
they, they're not going to be able to stick with Manchester City here. It wouldn't surprise me if Manchester City win this with yet another clean sheet, but taking the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line does give you more protection because Manchester City are going to score at least two goals. So they'll still cover that to nil line for you. But in case Gabak can score, and they are capable of scoring, I still think Manchester City will be able to get three here. Uh, City have kept six straight clean sheets in the Champions League. And if you want to bet Manchester City to win to nil, you can get that at evens. If you want to bet the minus 1.5, that's available at four to five. So a little bit more juice there. Um, City have won 23 of the last 24 games and Gladbach have lost their last six matches. So Manchester City minus 1.5 seems like an easy play for me here. It's at four to five. If you want to take them to nil, it's just about even money. You can get it at 11 to 10 if you shop around. Up next is one of these ties that I think is still wide open, despite the fact that Real Madrid won in the Atalanta by a goal to nil. Now, four or five years ago, if you're looking at this fixture and Real Madrid have won away from home 1-0 against anybody in Europe, giving their European pedigree, this tie would be over, let alone a, a team like Atalanta, who are the fourth or fifth best team in Italy. That isn't the case anymore at all. Atalanta are a team who are underachieving this season by being fourth or fifth place. They were supposed to compete for the title. And Real Madrid, they have an awful home record in the Champions League this season. Real Madrid haven't won in four home Champions League knockout ties. They've drawn one and lost three of those four. Atalanta have won six of their last eight games and the visitors have won their last five away matches in this competition, which included beating Liverpool away in the group stage. So I still think that this tie is very, very much alive. When you take away the fact that there's not going to be any fans there, obviously home field is immediately neutralised anyway. Plus, Real Madrid won this game against Atalanta, playing against 10 men for a majority of the game. Now, Real Madrid would have taken a draw in that last game because they had a lot of injuries going into that game three weeks ago, but they came away with a win, and that was the only real acceptable result, seeing as Atalanta were wrongfully very, very much wrongfully reduced down to 10 men early on. It really shows how pointless VAR is when that decision wasn't overturned. But it wasn't, and uh, Real Madrid then decided to to knock on the door, and eventually they did break through in a game that they dominated against 10-man Atalanta. Atalanta have to play much, much better than that. Their attacking players have to turn up here. And um, obviously, if they score a couple of goals here, this tie is wide open. Even even if they score the first goal, this tie is wide open because that will quickly level things out and even if they don't they're still in with a chance of winning this tie because if Real Madrid go ahead and Atalanta can equalize at any point in time this Real Madrid team this particular Real Madrid team may succumb to the pressure I am not expecting an easy night for Real Madrid and Zinazine Zidane's men even though They have improved their form as of late. They did manage to get back into the title race and they have luck on their side. They came back in the last 10 minutes at the weekend to to win with an injury time winner after being a goal down. I I still feel this is a team that's aging. The best days are behind them. They're not going to win the Champions League this season. They're not going to win the league of the season. They're not even going to win the cup in Spain this season. This is going to be a disappointing season where questions will be asked about Zinazine Zidane, but you have to ask more questions about the players. I mean, they've got a good mix there between young and old, but have the young players really, really reached their potential there? I don't think they have. When you're looking at um, a team that's still very much relying on Sergio Ramos, Karen Benzema, Luka Modric and Tony Cruz, 
players who are the wrong side of 30, the likes of Isco, Rodrigo, Vincent Jr., they've, they've not come to the forefront and delivered. And uh, as for Eden Hazard, that may go down as one of the worst signings in the history of football. When you're looking at these at these players and looking at who you're relying on here and who you would possibly consider to, to be in your World eleven, considering how many Real Madrid players would have previously been in the World eleven, you can only really make a case for um, possibly Casemiro and Rafael Varane. And even Rafael Varane can have bad days. And possibly you could throw Courtois into the goalkeeping conversation. I think he's still in and around the best four or five keepers in the world, but I don't think he would be number one. I don't think he would get that spot. So when you're relying still on your old guard and you're looking for performances from Cruz and Modric and Benzema and Ramos and, and maybe even Danny Carvajal, um, th- th- that's not a good position to be in because these players are the wrong side of 30 and, and you haven't replaced them efficiently. Once they drop out of the team, the likes of Vincent Jr., Rodrigo, Isco, who's, who's just been a massive flop that's never lived up to his potential. Marco Asensio, all these players are not going to win you anything. They're not going to win you La Liga. They're not going to win you a cup in Spain. They're just about going to get you into the, into the Champions League. So this is a team I don't really have too, too much faith in. And this tie, as I said, is wide open. My selection for this one is going to be to take the Atalanta team on the double chance, which is available at four to five. I think they can at least avoid a defeat here. And if they're in a position where they are avoiding a defeat, obviously this tie is going to go right down to the wire. If it's a draw, if it's one all or nil nil going into the, the late stages of the second half or two two even, then an Atalanta goal will send them through. Obviously, if Atalanta are winning, that will obviously automatically send them through as well. So I think this this tie will be wide open until the very end. And I'm going to go for Atalanta on the double chance market here at 4-5 to five to avoid a defeat here against Real Madrid in this one. Moving on to Wednesday's game, we'll just breeze past this Bayern Munich game. They are the 1-3 to three favourites to win this second leg. They lead 4-1 from the first leg. It's 17-5 to five the draw and it's 7-1 to one on Lazio. I don't even see the point of Lazio exerting themselves here in this spot. This tie is done. Lazio should concentrate on trying to qualify for European football next season. I think we'll see a game that does produce goals, though. I wouldn't be surprised to see a similar scoreline where Bayern Munich beat them by by 3-4, maybe even 5-1 once again. Notice I said the one because this team always concede, even against Werder Bremen at the weekend, where they had the game totally in hand with two minutes to go. They still managed to concede. Uh, This is a Bayern Munich team that have scored 22 goals in just seven Champions League games this season, coming off a 4-1 win against Lazio in Rome. Bayern Munich have scored at least three goals in each of their last four assignments and Bayern Munich have won 17 of their last 18 Champions League games. But we know that they concede goals continuously and um, if you look at their record in the league this season and how many goals they've conceded in the Bundesliga, you know why we blindly always take both teams to score here. If you don't want to risk that, if you do think somehow this team will keep a clean sheet, another bet I like here is Bayern Munich and over 2.5 goals here. It's also at a bigger price. That one is available at 6-5, to five, whereas uh, both teams to score here in this one is available. I'm sorry, I've lost my page. Both teams to score here is only available at four to six. So you can take six to five for Bayern Munich to score over 2.5 team goals here and continue that goal-scoring run that they've set in the Champions League so far this season. 
Closing out the final game in it is Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid and there is still very much everything to play for here. Chelsea are the 6-5 to favourites to win this game. It's 9-4 to to draw and it's 12-5 to on Atletico Madrid. The qualification odds here have Chelsea at 1-4 to and Atletico at 11-4. to I should have actually done the qualification odds earlier for Real Madrid and Atalanta because that is also a wide open tie. And uh, funnily enough, they are exactly the same odds as this one with Real Madrid at 1-4 to in that one. So these two ties are pretty much both on a knife edge. They're both 1-0. And um, I think that Chelsea, though, unlike Real Madrid, have more of a capability of seeing this out. I think Chelsea are on a very, very good run on a Thomas Tuchel. It's very, very difficult to break this team down. They haven't been too impressive in the final third and that's still something that they need to navigate. But as I said, they've been very, very good defensively and here the idea is to protect what they have and Atletico Madrid have to go and chase something. Chasing a game is not within Atletico Madrid's comfort zone. Now, everybody will point to that game against Liverpool, but that's an anomaly. That's an anomaly. We're not going to use an anomaly as something that a team do consistently or or be afraid of. So when you're looking at that result against Liverpool, I'm not expecting Atletico Madrid to to turn around deficits very often. That's not really how they play. They are front runners and here they are not the front runners. They are coming here to do something that's out of the comfort zone whereas Chelsea have to do something that they've done very very well in recent weeks which is not concede a goal. They have to protect what they have and obviously that's going to lead to chances for Chelsea because Atletico Madrid are going to leave gaps at the back whereas usually they like to sit in deep and they like to be the counter-attacking team. They're going to be out of their comfort zone and there are going to be gaps there to, to exploit and despite the fact Chelsea haven't been prolific in the final third they do have pacey players up there if he makes the right team selection they could exploit these gaps and and be dangerous I would personally pick Christian Pulisic for this game I think he would be the the right player to to pick if you're going to have counter-attacks but I don't pick the Chelsea team so we'll see what Thomas Tuchel ends up doing but even if they don't pick him they have other pacey players like like Hudson-Odoi who can exploit this Atletico Madrid backline if they do try to press high to win the ball because, as I said, the onus is on them. I think this game will still fall under. I don't see three goals being scored in this one. The under is available at 7-10. to 10. Under 2.5 goals has been scored in 11 of Chelsea's last 12 fixtures. Chelsea have kept a clean sheet um, I've kept five, sorry, five clean sheets in a row at Stamford Bridge. Under 2.5 goals actually landed in six of Atletico Madrid's last seven matches as they continue to drop points in the Liga and allowing Real Madrid and Barcelona back into that title race where they were once the 1-40 to favourites to win it. They have now dropped to 4-5. to And um, I think that will be their priority here, not letting La Liga slip up. I think this game... I think the game at the weekend, sorry, is almost a look ahead for this game. I don't think the priorities here lie in the Champions League. I think it's far more important for Chelsea. I think the Champions League football for next season is looking very, very much like it's in the bag. I don't see Liverpool or Tottenham catching up with them, especially after Tottenham's result this weekend. I think Tot- I think uh, West Ham will fade away. I think the top four is very much looking like Leicester, Chelsea, Man United and Manchester City. And of course, Chelsea are still in the FA Cup. Whereas um, when you're looking at this Atletico Madrid team, they are nervously dropping points. 
And it would be very, very unfortunate if they didn't win the La Liga titles. I spoke on the European show about them having eight cup finals, and that was eight cup finals in La Liga. It was nothing to do with the Champions League. Yes, it would be nice to win this, and it would be a monumental result. And they either have the pl- they have the players that are capable of doing, it, even though they are playing well out of their comfort zone. This is not a a, Simi- a perfect Simeone scenario where you're chasing a game one nil down against a defense. Who um who aren't conceding goals and have kept five clean sheets in at their own home ground where you're going to where you're having to come to and get a win here so it's not ideal I don't think they'll pull it off I think this game goes goes under two point five goals and I think Chelsea do qualify here for the next round. That's it for this edition of the Champions League show. I'll be back at the weekend with all of my usual shows, that's Bundesliga show and the EPL show. And of course, if you want the European show and if you want my Europa League show, then upgrade to a podcast package over at lockbetting.com or upgrade to the top package to get all of my official plays. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.